Advice for Ascending is a spiritual podcast to aid you on your spiritual journey. This podcast does not replace the mainstream medical system. If you or someone you know are in need of physical or mental help, please consult a trained medical professional immediately. Welcome to this week's episode of Advice for Ascending, a spiritual podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Advice for Ascending. My special guest this week is Skip. Skip is a friend that I have uh, known for a short amount of time here in the spiritual community, but man, do, do we have some great conversations. I met him at a Reiki Master Practitioner class here in Raleigh, and Skip, is he, he just has such a wonderful personality that I was like, I need to get you on. So, Skip, how's it going? How are you? It's going very well. It's a pleasure and honor to be here. I'm, I'm thrilled, simply thrilled. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you being so forthcoming and wanting to become uh, be on this podcast episode and share kind of your story. And I'm sure we're going to be getting into some interesting conversations because when I was prepping for this episode, as I was telling you a minute ago, I I always try to meditate to see what comes to me to like what to talk about and things and my spirit team were so funny they they didn't give me anything they were literally just like speak from the heart and see what flows so that's what we're here to do <laughs> we'll we'll figure out like the title of the episode and everything after but yeah it's just so funny so uh I've skip again my life unscripted <laughs> that's a great way to put it yeah so skip uh great to have you again why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about your story your journey i know speaking with you in the class when i met you initially you said that you were a flight attendant for a while i don't know if you're still doing that uh, but what are some cool things about you like what are you doing no longer a flight attendant but it was the grandest experience of my life because it opened me up to different places in the world, people, um, mannerisms of worship, faith, cultures, food, everything you could possibly imagine. And it really changed my life for the better, I would say, because of those journeys, because of that profession and the predecessor and the ones that came after, it's helped me in who I am today. Um, it actually started because when I was 15 years old, I was on a flight, and um, that is the day that I discovered, oh, that's when I wanted to be a flight attendant because I saw a man walking through the cabin, and he was mesmerizing. He was taking care of the passengers, and I knew that I would remember him for the rest of my life, but he would never remember me, not from that moment on. He would never think of me, not know who I was, but he changed my life because he touched me in my spirit and who I wanted to be. And I thought, if I can do that, if I can take people on the palm of my hand and change their life for a moment, for the duration of that flight, whether it was a 30-minute flight or an eight-hour flight, shorter, longer, whatever, I could change. And they would remember me for the rest of their life. Now, some passengers I still remember to this day, but maybe they would remember me. 
and that would be my legacy just to um bless someone and i actually became a flight attendant because i wanted to have higher self-esteem but it wasn't that that brought the self-esteem it was that career and that way of life that led to other places in my life and careers that helped me find true love within myself after years of not having it so that was the catalyst because yeah. of that that's why i am today because of that one profession that is probably one of the most misunderstood in the world what do you think is so misunderstood about it i think what is misunderstood is that we're slinging drinks serving meals trying to make people feel comfortable and magical of course you can have bad experiences with cabin crew and there are some that are just magical and radiant but you never want to see the true reason why a flight attendant is there you don't want to see why they are trained for them to get you out of that aircraft or perform cpr or to prepare you for a crash landing you want to see the pleasantries of it and so people forget okay that's really why you're here is because of that. I don't want to see that. I just want to see the glamorous, fun part of it. And it's a position of servitude. And I like being in a position of servitude. Yeah, as you're speaking, I just, and it's funny what you were saying earlier, speaking from the heart, because it just seems to me, and hopefully you and the listeners would agree that you specifically have this way with speaking that you're just open and clear like your heart is so open and wide and willing to serve and give love and your throat chakra is just so open that it just comes so naturally to you it's that i think that's what really interests me about you specifically does that make sense it, it does make sense because if i were to have a prepared speech i would be nervous i would be anxious <laughs> if i were to um, be one in a position, okay, you're going to say this at this moment. You're going to be the master of ceremonies for this. You're going to do this. and you're going to, That's not who I am because it's practiced and then eyes are staring at you. Um, people are looking at you and they're critiquing you. And so if I speak unscripted and from the heart, it's truth and it's comfortable for me because words can lift people up and they can also destroy people and i have learned my lesson from both of those and i want to truly 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 i want to empower people because we're commanded to love people we don't have to like them it's okay not to like people, but we have to love them because they have a soul. They have an energy. Some are low vibration. Some of them need to be removed from our life. We love them from afar, but we can still bless them. And everybody has a story. Everybody needs to be validated. And the ones that society or the multimedia can list as, well, they're not beautiful or they're not this or not that. Those are the ones that are the most magical. The ones that maybe can't get out, that can't get out of a chair, that are missing limbs, that are blind or suffering from whatever. I want them to feel validated because I don't want them to make poor decisions that can change their world for the worst.
That's my mission. Yeah. And what a beautiful mission from from just hearing you speak. This is something for you specifically that's been compounded over lifetimes. And here at this yeah. critical moment of human consciousness, evolution, learning and growth, a perspective like yours is so important to hear and try to keep in the back of our minds as much as possible. I mean, you're talking about validating, speaking from the heart, connecting with that heart center. I mean, there are a lot of people, like you said, that feel because of societal and social and family friend world conditionings that they don't that they aren't allowed to feel connected to that love to that heart center. Right. And there are people like you and hopefully and me and, and a lot of other people that are like, no, these conditionings that we're placed into this world, they're there as maybe a tool of learning for us to prove to ourselves that yes, we do have the capacity for love. We do have the capacity to love ourselves and others. And you're just doing such a fantastic job. And uh, it's it's Thank funny you. when you know this episode is turning into something about the heart center because what we, what you were saying earlier about trying to plan things out and that experience where I had earlier with trying to plan out the topics of this episode. Uh, and it's funny, I was at the mind, the body, mind, spirit expo in Raleigh yesterday. I was telling you about that before I was with quantum life and the owner, Michael has, uh, did a beautiful talk on heart center and the lessons and growth there. But she also was talking about the left brain and sort of the logical thinking aspect and how that kind of blocks the connection to the heart center and feeling that true unconditional love because our, our logical brains are always like, well, where's the proof? Where, you know, show me the proof. Show me how you get from point A to point B where the heart is just like, let me shine, let me love. And here you are as a flight attendant, and I really would curious to hear if you have any wonderful stories because I'm I'm sure you do have some about like this love that you seem to bring to everyone. You just it's like you said earlier, you're you're blessing everyone with your words, like with your love, with your grace, with your presence. Not to like bump up anyone's ego, like if no. they're this type of person, but it's just like such a genuine connection, you know. Um. I'm honored and humble, but never for um, self-boastful reasons, but because um, I know what it's like to feel unloved, to not have that. I'm free of that feeling now, but I remember because I keep the lessons. I remove the pain. I keep the lessons. I remove the people. Um, for many years, there was someone in my life that appeared to be one person, but turned out to be another. And I made that person a God. I made that person everything. At the same time, I was sacrificing who I was as a person. Um, I was an empath. That person was a narcissist, an emotional abuser. During that time period with that person, I became someone I didn't like. And my angels, my spirit team, God, gave me ample opportunity to break away. And people don't realize this, that if we don't remove toxic things or people from our life, 
Our angels will do it by any means necessary. And we will also be allowed to be hurt so much to where we will be at a point, I can take no more, and we will survive. And that right there is the lesson. I'm thankful for that lesson, and that lesson has become my friend. Because they're saying to never repeat it, to keep it, to learn it. And I want my journey to allow someone to survive. Because I didn't know if I were going to survive, but I did. And it happened because I was introduced to Kathy. And Kathy introduced me to Lisa Ann. They removed, they were the vessels, the conduits that removed when the archangels came in to remove the negative energy, to cut the cord, to replace it with high vibrational positive energy and self-love to find out who I was, to introduce me to my spiritual team. And I incorporate it with my spiritual beliefs that I had prior. It's like a beautiful icing decorations on top of a beautiful cake. They're blended. They're friends. They love one another. That is how my spiritual life is. And I didn't know if I would survive. I came out stronger. I survived. I am full of gratitude to my spiritual team to my God, to the universe, to the world. It's like my receptors were turned on. I can feel, I can sense, I can sense presence, angelic presence. And I learned how I can remove that negative energy to be transmuted into high vibrational positive energy because energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be changed. And it can be changed for something beautiful. I also learned self-worth because when we have self-love, not egotistical self-love, but self-love and gratitude, we're showing thankfulness of who we are. Because I truly believe that we sign soul agreements with people and animals. Let's find each other on this earth. Let's find. We do it. And we can end it if it doesn't work out. We can visualize tearing up that agreement. I send you light and love. We tried our best. It just didn't work. But the ones that it does work, those are the ones that we carry with us. That's what I discovered. I survived because of that. And I want to share it to people, regardless of size, color, creed, sexual orientation, hair, no hair, something that you find about your body that's imperfect it's perfect and you said something about the left side of the brain how can we connect it to the heart chakra faith faith that's all we need is faith and it works i've been the recipient of those rewards the recipients of those blessings when there was nothing but faith and it's been a beautiful experience. And I want people to say, you know what? I can look at this. And when I truly say I want what I've experienced to allow someone to live, to survive, to learn, I want that 
to be my gift to them. Now, future lessons, I want to be as painless as possible or carefree, like a fairy, like an angel. Um, but that's what I believe our purpose is. I truly, truly believe it is to show love, non-judgmental love. Yeah. Some people think I'm wookie. They think I'm in a fairy tale, but it works for me, and I've seen it. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about this earlier today, actually. The more and more that, for me personally, I seem to step into this spiritual world of divine light and love, the more and more it feels to me like a dream, because yeah. going back to the left side of the, our brains, the logical side, it's like it just can't comprehend what's experience, what what we're experiencing. Because of, of, of all this love that's just available and the divine planning and the coincidences that just seem to happen along our journey that bring us from point A to point B to point C down the road, it's just so incredible. And yeah. you brought up uh, a few good points that I want to try and hit on and and speak a little bit more on. So. Uh, just very briefly on your sort of experience through the the lesson with your your ex and the way that you sort of transformed and learned through that just one note for the listeners although uh skip specifically saw a person here local to raleigh to help with those cord cutting and transformation in a very beautiful way and we have to thank those people if they're listening kathy and and lisa ann right yes yeah. And also, um, Jacqueline, in, um, right at the road from Creedmoor, that I did my meditations with, just three angelic beings that were given to me as a gift. Beautiful. Yeah. There are so many people that are here to help us with our journeys because we're not in this alone. We have a beautiful spiritual team with us. We have people on this planet at the same time of us that are assisting us with these contracted uh, lessons. They're here to help. Yes. So, but I do want to note that for any listeners thinking about cutting cords or wanting to transform out of some sort of old lesson, you can do that by yourself. You don't yes. have to spend any money. You don't have to go see anyone. Exactly. Those, those sorts of people and, you know, even loved ones around you that really aren't running spiritual businesses, just their presence of love and acceptance is sometimes enough to get through that. But yes, you can absolutely do it by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I just, just want to know how <laughs> at that time, I didn't know how <laughs> that's part of the lesson sometimes is yes. to, is to yeah. work through it and not know how you're going to get there, but have the faith going back to what we were saying earlier, that to know that you're going to get there. When we lose our faith, we lose that guiding light, that the guiding light of spirit that is always steering the wheel for us and showing, okay, very gently, you can go this way and then get from point A, and you, you're not going to see all the points along the road to get to the end result, but you're going to be shown just swing this way a little bit, go this way, and then meet this person, and then you're doing this. And so it's it's really a gentle, graceful, beautiful process to mm -hmm. healing these. And sometimes you do need that help from yeah. external people. If Because these lessons are, 
only as hard as we make them. And these things that we accept into us, these beliefs from other people, these things, these contracts, Mm -hmm. these cords, they can be really hard to release because of how deep we allowed them to get in within us. A hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's sometimes a hard, difficult process of taking apart all the layers that you've built on, on top of yourself to get to that place of releasing that cord. So for you with, with that lesson, with your, with your ex, and I want to bring this up because I feel like some listeners might be going through this right now. I know you were saying that you went to some local practitioners to help cut those cords, but maybe you could speak a little bit about what that whole lesson and process was like and just feeling and thinking through that and getting to a place of from sorry getting from the place of being in the throes of that abusive narcissistic relationship and now you're on the other side of that where you see the lightness you see the lessons you see the purposes you see what it's done for you. What was that whole process like for you? And uh, and it can be an ex-friend, it can be an ex-lover, it can be a, an ex-family member, or and it doesn't matter who it is. And, and this particular one, it, I, I didn't even know what to call it or describe it. It was a lesson. Um, when you're going through it, you're first not going to recognize that you're going through it, but you're the ones that love you will. Because you'll change. You'll be different. You will say or do anything to accommodate that person. doesn't matter who the person is, but you will change who you are. And you'll know it doesn't feel right. You just won't know to label it, but you'll become so accustomed to it. You'll easily sacrifice yourself and you'll easily sacrifice everyone else to take care of that person. And then you become deadened to it. It becomes a natural routine. And then you'll get to a point of, I need something. What have I done? Um, Friends will bring it to your attention. Loved ones will bring it to your attention. Family members. And you will, it will be repetitious. It will be like being on a Ferris round or a merry-go-round and you can't get off. I know that I need to get off. I don't know how, or I need to cross that river, but I don't know how. I felt like I was at a river. And I didn't know how to cross it, but I knew how to cross it. And then a friend of mine, Vicki Snow, who I know is going to be listening, said, you just need to go see and, and, and you need to release that negative energy. And I had no idea what she was referring to. I said, well, what are you talking about? She goes, it's your chakras and your um, inner um, energy field. And that time, I was like, oh, I'll try it. And I went. And I feel good. I felt great. And then I would go a couple more times just to receive the healing. And then I would meditate at home. I would meditate and put on high vibrational music, angelic music that would purposely call in your spirit team, your angelic team. And I learned to say what I want, whereas I would always say, I don't want this, I don't want that. And I would say, void, delete, cancel. Let me rephrase it to what I want. 
William, I did it over and over and over again. There will be so many times during the day I would say goodbye to that negative energy or goodbye to that person and shake it off. And I did it to where if I thought if I had to do it one more time, I would just rub salt on my eyes, but I kept doing it. Perseverance wins the race. And then it fell into place. It clicked because I felt what it was like to receive self-love. What Then I just started receiving blessings after blessings after blessings, and I was so thankful and grateful. And then I continued with it, not to receive the blessings, but because I loved who I was becoming. And I loved the gratitude that I had for the universe, God, my spiritual team, those that I communed with, the one that I worshipped, the ones that I was thankful for. And I learned, oh, I learned that there are many different paths to be elevated. There are many different paths to bring yourself to the next level of consciousness. There is many different ways. There's a hundred different ways to get to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It still gets you there. That's what I learned. And I also learned, if you want to stay healthy, we take care of our body physically. We take supplements. We take vitamins. We eat properly or supposed to. We, we do what we can to keep it up. We exercise. So I continue my meditation. I continue my conversations and my thoughts and my intent with my spiritual team because they love me and I love them. They adore to do for us. They are creations of God, the earth, the planet. I talk to my plants when I go outside to show great, to show a thankful heart. I talk to my plants on the inside, my animals and my Ariel who saved my life. And we have lived many lifetimes and we found each other and every single one. And we will never leave each other's side, even though when they transition, their soul and spirit can do whatever it wants, but we always find each other because we made that agreement over and over and over again and timing. And because I love how I believe and see the world, love myself, we have to be friends with ourselves. We must speak positive words over ourselves. We must say that we are beautiful. Regardless of what the world thinks, we are wonderfully made. We are beautiful. And I want every human that I come in contact with to believe it. Because I want them to experience love and joy. It changes your world. It changes your being. I don't have the words to describe except for these I am thankful beautiful yeah thank you I can see why uh, you were a flight attendant for a while I mean <laughs> yeah that, thank you um, kind of at a loss for words but your <laughs> your your journey your 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 journey from getting from that point of 
not seeing your self-worth, your self-love, and getting to this point, that just shows that anyone can do this. Anyone. Anyone can do anything in this world. I mean, it's all about how hard we make it. You know, going back to what you were saying earlier, trying to go through the later portions of that lesson for you with this ex, you had to keep persevering and almost forcing yes. yourself through with the love and acceptance. You know, you said you were putting on the angelic music, which holds a sacred loving space. Yes. Just saging. Just, yeah, saging. Crystals. Everything. <laughs> but It's nature's Tylenol. Yeah. It's nature's cure-all. <laughs> yeah. <It's> <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, you're you're absolutely right. But the thing that came across to me is that the healing process that we go through is almost cyclical once we get out of that spiral to get to that place of being healed. But while we're in that process, you know, we might come across the same concept again and again and again in so yeah. many different perspectives and so many different lights and shades because the way that I see the healing journey of anything is it's a spiral. It's a spiral from starting down here and it goes up and up and up, getting wider and wider. And if you look at it from the top down, you could see that it's it's a 2D spiral, right? Going out and out yeah. and out. Yeah. So you might see yourself getting to the same point and you're like, well, I thought I already got through this. I thought I already healed it. But spirit is bringing that to you because it's now being healed in a new light. Yes. So that process that you went through of trying to persevere and knowing, having the faith that you will heal from it eventually one day, but at the moment you're thinking, you you may have, I don't want to put words in, or thoughts in your head, but maybe you were thinking like, oh, I'm dealing with this. I thought I already got over it. Or it's like healing is oh, taking yes. so long. Yes. You know? I had plenty of those moments, plenty of those moments, but you know, I never gave up. I'll give you an example. There was a time I suffered from body dysmorphia. And I couldn't look at pictures. I covered mirrors. The more self-love I got, the easier it became. Even if it was just a breath, an ant's breath. A millisecond better. And then that became bigger. And then that became bigger. We need to look in the mirror every day and tell ourselves, I know it sounds cliche-ish, tell yourself, I love you, repetitiously. Minimum 10 times. Tell yourself that you're beautiful. All those positive things. Do it every single day for the rest of your life. We drink coffee every day to wake up. We drink water every day. We take vitamin C or whatever, or fish oil every day. Every day, you don't give it up. Do it every single day. It's healing, it's preventative, and it maintains. And it will change the outlook because the judge in our mind, the critique in our mind does not have our best interest at heart. It doesn't. And it's an untruth, but we believe it. Have you ever just imagined a story of how something was in your mind? It was so true, but it was a complete falsehood. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's what negative energy, low vibration can do to us. And that's what self lack of self love can do. So you go to that mirror every day and you do, you take those um, energetic vitamins and you change it. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not saying it's going to take a month. It could take a year. It could take six weeks. It could take six months. It's all up onto you until it clicks and you believe it because we're conditioned to have self lack of self-worth. We're conditioned and groomed of saying, oh, you're not worthy, but we are. The spirit wants us to say, you are worthy because I created you. Yeah. You know, you keep saying that repetition and saying these affirmations to ourselves are powerful. Well, that's, that's because they are. They are. Our, our way of creating as we're here on earth, we have many different ways of creating because we are creators inherently as souls. We're birthed from God, the creator. So we yes. are made in, in God's image. So we are creators and our words set our intentions and yes. our thoughts are also along that same vein because if we think something we're essentially saying it but to ourselves. right so having these daily practices of affirming self-love and affirming whatever you want to create for yourself eventually you will get there if yes. you're looking for a logical explana explanation for the left brain psychology teaches us that repetition makes pra practice makes perfect repetition if you keep doing something for x number of days eventually you will you think right. about uh ten thousand hours of practicing something eventually you will master it like learning an yes. instrument like <laughs> a figure skater going to the olympics how they're skating and skating and skating and they'll fall down and they're putting in all these ungodly hours and they finally get to the Olympics. Now it's up to them to do the work, right? So they're doing the work and they get it. Even in the Olympic performance, they fall down. They still win the gold. I have seen the figure skaters fall. I say that because I love figure skating during a performance, they either won the gold or they won the world medal, the world championship, but they, continue to do it every single day it's like today i'm going to choose not to smoke i'm not going to smoke today my mother said that she goes i woke up every day i told myself i'm not going to smoke today and that's what i i do i choose i choose to be this way some moments and days are easier than others and some are not yeah you're hitting the nail on the head here. One of hmm. <laughs> one of the things that I want to go back on in regards to that that lesson that we were talking about earlier, and maybe one of the aspects that sometimes makes it so hard for us to get through these things is I have written down here the experiences that we go through sometimes, and you mentioned it earlier changing portions of who we are to fit into some sort of mold that we think is best for us, right? With someone that we don't think in the moment is going to be an abusive relationship between us, whether it's friend, romantic, family, whatever. Right. We're changing 
ourselves. We're changing our identity. And that's the portion of it that is incredibly hard for us to backtrack on. And we're backtracking because we want to see what got us to that point of changing our self-identity and realizing that, hey, maybe this isn't for my best good. Maybe I felt led to in the moment for a variety of reasons, whether I thought, oh, if I just change who I am and, you know, maybe this is this relationship is best for me. Maybe if I act in this certain way, if I start wearing these clothes, then I'll be happier. And the fact of the matter is that's leading us away from our own uniqueness. Yes. What makes us a beautiful, unique individual of God, because we're all individual souls. Not There are an infinite number of souls, and each one of them is unique in their own special, beautiful way. Yes. And the uniqueness of our soul is brought down into the uniqueness of a human or whatever we're incarnating in, in a given lifetime. Yeah. So it's I agree. That's perfectly said. Yeah. Infinite number. (laughs) Yeah. So the thank you. The more and more we change ourselves, it's almost like we're denying that uniqueness. We're seeing something else and we're saying we're denying what was given to us as a God given right. We're saying, I don't want to be unique. I don't want to be my own set of personality characteristics. I don't want to be my own set of unique love characteristics. I'm going to shift myself because my human brain that doesn't know everything, because this human brain is very limited while we're here on earth, the human brain thinks that if I change myself to be something else, then that's going to make me happier or this. But yeah, like I was saying before, we're just denying that uniqueness that comes from our from our soul so right i just wanted to kind of pinpoint that in for you know maybe explaining some of the experiences of the listeners and relating it back to your story so does that make sense it makes perfect sense it's it's perfectly said yeah so i want to talk about some of your experiences in your life that are symbolic of you using your voice of love and your really innate characteristics of blessing people with love. Because I feel that, like we were saying before, anyone can do this. And showing a person love, whether it's through some small small act of kindness or something, or even saying, oh, you're doing a great job, have a great day, or something like that, that's just kind of sharing that universal love between souls. And that's the thing that really starts to awaken the heart center in us and starts to show the connection of love between individual to individual. So do you have any stories that sort of pop up in your head when it comes to that prompt? (laughs) I do. And, and, and not to sound like a broken record, but it goes back to when I was a flight attendant. Um, one of the most memorable ones, and of course there's been some sense, but, um, I was working a flight and, and this was a aircraft that just seated up that cause I worked different ones. 
seated like a hundred people. So there were two flight attendants on the plane. And um this family came on board. It was a mom, a dad. Um, it was um it was a, a, about a five-year-old, six-year-old girl. And then they had like the 16 or 17-year-old son. And at the time he was basically paraplegic. And the mother sat with the son and the daughter and the dad went to the back, further back in the aircraft. And um, the other flight attendant says, um, I'm going to let you handle all, all this. <laughs> so she went back to the back. That just wasn't her call. I'm like, okay, because I was a lead. And I noticed that many times throughout the flight, like every three to five minutes, she would put a suction cup up to his mouth to drain his mouth so he wouldn't choke. And um, I thought, oh, my goodness. I said, I hope she doesn't ask me to um, do anything because I'm not going to know what to do. So lo and behold, she goes, sir, I need to go to the restroom. My husband does, my daughter does. Can you sit here with my son? You just take the suction cup every couple minutes and just suction it out. And so I was like, okay. So I sat down. He was nonverbal, non-communicative via his voice. And I just had a conversation with him. I said, I'm just going to dive in, go in unscripted, had a conversation about my day. It was great because I could talk about anything I wanted to. And I did the suction. I said, and we just had a wonderful time. And um, as they were deplaning, I didn't think anything of it. The, the family thanked me profusely. And she goes, we just want you to know that our son was involved in an accident. I think it was a, a hit and run, if, I'm, if I can recall correctly. I, I touched my heart, didn't think anything about it. Months later, M-Flight, which is the group that manages flight attendants, said, Skip, we got a letter about you. And I said, okay, do I need to turn in my resignation? <laughs> because what did I do? And she goes, I'm in tears. And she, go, I go, huh? And she goes, well, it started out as a passenger complaint. The passenger wrote in saying, my purpose of this letter was to just complain about your airline. And she had a list and she goes, but I witnessed something and she described a story and she goes, and she mentioned my name and she said how it changed her life and her world and her perspective on humanity. And she said humanity and um, it, it was, it just meant so much to me that somebody I didn't even know was watching or witnessing I, I didn't even think about that. I was just so nervous when I do it right. And then I just dove in. But another human took the time to write a letter and how that changed her life. And through the time, that was when I was very, very, I was much younger. I learned that if we pay attention to people and we hear their story and we can do things to allow us to hear their story like the violet flame call upon that call upon our spirit team our guides to give us the ability to listen and to have that openness and that compassion we can do it with anyone on the phone that we never meet people in your work that you have you ever just met somebody verbally over a telephone and then y'all just become lifelong friends but you never met I love those moments or, or 
um, a teller, if you work at a bank or a restaurant, if you're a server, um, we have that ability to change their lives. And again, it goes back to they will remember you for the rest of their life. And they'll think, what is he doing? What is she doing? What are they doing? And even if you were never to meet that person again, you changed and touched their life. Every day is not easy. A bad day does not make a bad life. We have the ability to do it. Now, we only give extra energy to those when we have a surplus. And you make sure that you're um, recharged, charged up, and that way you can bless others. It's a pro- it's, it's, it's a process. We have to make that effort. It has to be our intent. But that's the one that stands out. I, was, I know I was too verbose, but no, you're good. I get, I get off of tangents and and you know do things with a Christ-like energy, a Christ-like love, downloading. Like I envision myself being swirled by diamonds and crystals, and I receive messages that way. I receive downloads, whatever you want to call it, I receive them. And then I will deliver it to people. You can deliver it to them through actions or through communication. Communication can be listening or it can be verbal or both. Actions, communication. That's what I do. <laughs> you, you do it really well. And you really show what recognizing our innate divine love can do because once we recognize it within ourselves we recognize it in other people too yes and through that story you show how in that moment the left brain is thinking oh i hope i I hope i do it right i hope i don't get a complaint like like, what if they ask me to do this or that like i I don't know what to do you know I'm, i'm not trained for any of that but here's the heart coming in and saying well, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to try the best that I can. And no matter what happens, yeah. I know that I tried and I cared and I loved. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. That's what the Christ consciousness is bringing in this yes. world. You know, before you even mentioned uh, Jesus Christ, I I had written him down earlier because that's the way that I really truly feel through my intuition that he lived his life is through this beautiful, not a care in the world, Christ consciousness, loving everyone, universal love, universal acceptance. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there were times and I, I, I haven't read the Bible, so don't take this with a grain of salt, but I really truly feel that, you know, in moments in Jesus's life, when maybe his human mind started to chime up a here and again and started relaying any self-doubts you know that was just not not flattened not buried you don't you don't bury those inside of you right you hear them and you see those thoughts for what they are and you transform them with your love because your love read the bible in a past life because you just (laughs) said it so eloquently and beautifully yeah, no, I, <laughs> or or maybe I even lived in the time of Jesus. Who who knows? But 
uh, you know, this all comes in through intuition, so I really have to preface it at some points. But um, no, that that's what I really feel, though. You know, if we – a lot of people talk about embodying Christ, you know, bringing in that that love and that Christ consciousness. But, you know, it's it's really the – the facets are what I was just saying, love and accept everything you possibly can, even your own thoughts, even your own self-doubts, because yeah. the faith and the love, it's what's going to get you through anything you experience in life, anything that tries to challenge you, uh, abusive relationships like you, what, what you were talking about before, self-doubts when you're put on the spot and expected to perform, have the love and the faith that you're going to get through it, Right. Right, right. It, um, William, we should look at ourselves the way if, if people just can't seem to do it with a celestial being, an angel, look then, bring it to earth. Look at yourself and love yourself as your pet loves you. Unconditional love from a dog. Unconditional love from a bird, a, a turtle. I've heard stories last night how they were describing their turtles as I would my cat or dog. A spirit is a spirit. A soul is a soul. It doesn't matter two legs, no legs or fins. Look at how much your pet loves you. Look at yourself that way too. And then expand it, expand it and just watch blessings and healings flow. We have to do our part as a human maintenance. We get our car worked on. We get a new roof new plumbing when we need to in our home or if you're in an apartment, when there's a leak, you call the landlord. We get our car serviced, inspected. We have to do that with ourselves too. But we have to look at ourselves from a pure love point of view. Some people are not conditioned that way because of their upbringing or they think it's too woo-woo. It only adds more blessings to our life. And increases it. And that's when people think more with their left brain because it's not logical to them. That's when they need to let the love and the heart shocker come over. Because we can believe something that happened 200 years ago, you know, so in a war era, or we can believe that this happened, but something that promotes self love, people can have difficulty believing. Yeah. I know some people are going to be thinking right now, how can I do this? It's It must be so hard to do. And with your story earlier, Skip, perhaps you did think that in the moment, but goes back yes. to what we were saying before. If you're not at the place to accept that right now, then the repetition is what's going to get you there. Yeah. Because the if more and ready. more we keep saying and trying to believe that all of this is true, the more wide open that floodgate is going to be, the more right. and more the door opens for you. The door may just be just cracked ever so slightly so that you see just a little glimmer of light in that dark room that you're standing in right now. But the repetition is what makes you push the door more open and more open and more until it's completely wide open and then you're at a place right. where skip is now and you're you're saying all these beautiful things you're believing it you're living it 
That's yes, you where, have to live it. You have to practice what you preach, and you have to be ready. You have to make it a daily event, daily task. And you, like you said it beautifully, you have to be ready. If if you're not ready, you're going to keep going in circles. Yeah, and and readiness is a factor that we place on ourselves because yes. the universe, spirit, God, everyone is ready and waiting for us. Right. But we set those limitations and we set that boundary and they're just waiting looking at exactly their watch <laughs> yeah the, the divine mother is is always there ready right in front of us with her arms just wide open yeah. she keeps saying i'm here child i'm here i'm waiting for you are you ready and and sometimes we say no not yet i'm still working through things and she says okay and she accepts that because and there's no judgment no judgment love That's always and, and, and it, when you're not ready, there's no judgment. That's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. It's not the earthly people, humans can judge you, but the spirit and the divine. Okay. I'm here for you and I love you. Yeah. It's like waiting, a parent waiting for their child to start walking. They're not ready. They're a little bit nervous. And then they'll start working on those tiptoes. I'm ready for you to walk on your bare feet, heel and toe, but not until you are, I'll wait. They're just not ready. They're doing what they can now, but eventually they'll be ready to do it. And then they'll take that first step. Yeah, absolutely. A mother would never scold her child for falling down as, as the child's learning to walk and talk. No, it's, it's, it's a process sometimes, and that process is, like what we were saying before, as hard as we make it. But sometimes, for person to person, that process can be short, can be longer, whatever suits There's no us. time limit. Yeah, there's no, there's one no thing expectations. Yeah, there's no expectations. Everything is beautiful. And it's like, during the journey, and you make a mistake or you have a hiccup, or maybe called or texted when you shouldn't have or whatever. Forgive yourself. It's okay. Because something I heard. If you're walking out of your house and you trip and fall, you don't stay on the ground. You don't go back in the house. You get up and you continue going to check the mail or you continue to going to get in the car. You get up and you move. You, you, you don't even count that as a hiccup. You look at it as, I tripped, I fell, I got up, and I continued. Mm -hmm. I'm still on my journey. Yeah. And sometimes you, you laugh about falling, too. If you have, if if you're not, like, yes. in, a, in a bad day or something, if you're, if you're having a great day, then sometimes you laugh that you tripped over the curb or something. You're like, oh, I'm so clumsy sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that energy that really helps us not fall down when these stumbles come into our life, these lessons. It's all about the humor, the joy, the love, the acceptance, the forgiveness. Those five facets, apply that to anything that you're going through. Okay, I'm in, I'm in an, an, an abusive relationship. Okay, well, can I love myself? Can I love this person that's doing incredibly awful things to me sometimes? Not all the time. Can I forgive them? Can I forgive myself for getting into this situation? Can I accept that I'm here, that I made decisions that lead me to this point? 
and can I even laugh sometimes? You and, have to laugh, William. Yeah. You, it, you hit the nail on the head. You have to laugh because people would, and, and this is who I am. So I'm just going to say, they're like, Skip, how are you? And I, my response at times would be, girl, I want to rub salt in my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to laugh. And comedy movies got me through my journey as well. Watching Tyler Perry Medea movies, they were hysterical, but yet they had a profound message. William, I would watch one every day sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> I would watch that same one every day. And I would watch two a day. Anything I could do to laugh and to be power empowered at the same time. Laughter and being empowered at the same time will make the best recipe for the most delicious cake you've ever had or donut or pie, just a euphoric piece of food. Mm -hmm. Laughter and, and empowerment. And yeah, you, you said it too, laughter. For, from what I just received now, it's almost like when we're in a tough situation and we allow ourselves to be encompassed by it, it's all, it's surrounding us. You know, when we're in tough situations like that in relationships and in, in life, jobs, whatever, if we allow it to just sink, uh, you know, cover our heads, it's almost like we're buried underground sometimes with these problems. The laughter is what separates our perspective from yes. the problem. It's almost like, you know, if we're buried underground, you, you know, imagine yourself being buried like underground dirt and everything and this dirt and the ground are just all these problems that are compounded on you and you take a moment and you laugh and you genuinely laugh about the situation that you're in you know what happens your perspective your spirit in this analogy shoots up and is out of the ground and yeah. you're just looking down now at how funny is this that I believe that I'm controlled by these problems, that I'm, <laughs> number one, a human living here on Earth, because that's that's just hilarious in and of itself, because we're in all spiritual itself. beings living this experience. So that laughter brings in the joy and the love to be like, how ridiculous is this? <laughs> you know? If you look at some of the things humans do, you would just be like, oh, okay, this ought to look funny. Yeah. Oh to my aliens, goodness. to God, to whomever. It's like, really? You really think you're all that and you're doing They're probably laughing with us and at us in a good way. Yeah, it's it's not like a ha-ha, what was you sort of thing. It's like, the, there, it's it's the universal joke. It's the cosmic yeah, joke. Exactly. Where, in a kind, loving way, supportive way. Like, really, don't sweat the small stuff. It's okay. Exactly. We're we're all dreaming that these problems exist anyway. Because yeah. the, only, the only thing that we really are is joy love consciousness we're we're dreaming that we're playing out this play where i believe i'm william you believe you're skip i believe that that you know i have a day job and and everything and you have all this stuff going on it's like yes it feels really real but that's the purpose of that the this experience is to go through these things for us to learn and grow and expand our capacity for love it's and joy. It's a never-ending curriculum. 
You're right. It's a curriculum that will never end because we love our spirits love to learn. Our spirits love to experience. Now there are some classes I wish to never retake. <laughs> but but maybe that's the that's the trauma and the hurt within you saying that I don't want to experience these again. And you know, maybe they're gonna come back yeah. around at a later point to help you overcome that and yeah. And maybe you'll get into a point later where it's like, yeah, give it to me. You know, I'm I'm here for whatever. I can go through anything. And there are some people that like to take geometry and algebra because they like to suffer a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. Yeah. No, I when I was in college, I uh I was starting to do like two hundred and three hundred level math classes and I my 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 degree is in science, technology, and society, but the majority of it were computer classes. And I'm so thankful that I was able to change my my course load to not do the 200 and 300 level math classes anymore. So it was just more of a you know generalized oh, see, I was degree. Spanish thankfully. language literature. The math was way over my head. Oh my god! It's math and cooking for me are things that I am. They're so foreign to me. Mm -hmm. I have to sit there. Now that'll make me panic. Like Skip, what do you want to have for supper? Or, or what? You might as well ask me to find a TV show on TV because I freeze. I <laughs> freeze, and because of I actually have increased my cooking because I took the faith because of an eleven-year-old that I keep on Mondays in the summertime and pick up on Mondays during the school year. <laughs> nice. Uh, so it's been a beautiful lesson. Yeah, and this has been a very beautiful episode. I know you have to pick up uh, or drop off your your little fur babies. Your beautiful pick them pets. up. They went to the dentist. They went under anesthesia. They had grooming and everything. So, um, they helped save my life as well. And I just I am the one that is humbled and honored that you asked me to be a part of this. And um, I just want this to bless somebody but i think i'm blessed more because i got to spend this time with you and and, and love it yeah and and i'm saying the exact same thing to you skip and to all the listeners here that spent this last 45 50 minutes 60 minutes whatever what it, it ends up being listening to this open unscripted conversation on scripted love and acceptance and trusting that we have unscripted. the we we you and I skip. We had the faith where we said, okay. Even though we, this is completely unplanned, I had no notes coming into this. You had no notes. None. We we got through an entire beautiful episode, and we we covered so, so much. <laughs> so it's it's really beautiful. So thank you again, Skip, for being on. I really appreciate you and what you innately do. You don't have any certifications in love and acceptance. It's part of who we are. Right. And for the listener out there that is doubting that inside of them, just look at what you just listened to. You know, it's it can be so beautiful if we just allow it to. Thank you for everything. Yeah. Thank you, Skip. Thank you to all the listeners today. Thank you. We love you all. I love you, Skip. Love your energy. I love you, William, and the listeners. I send love and lights. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good day. You bet. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Advice for Ascending. William can be reached at yourdivinity.org, Y-O-U-R-D-I-V-I-N-I-T-Y dot O-R-G, 
or at yourdivinitywilliam at gmail.com. All contact links for the guests featured on Advice for Ascending will be in the episode description below. Thank you, and we look forward to talking again soon. 